I don't even I don't even know what to do. I've got I've got a camera staring <laughs> in my face right now. <laughs> Which you would think like I do a lot of YouTube stuff. You Yeah, would how think, are you not used to that? I don't know. It's new. <laughs> it's a whole new it's a whole new thing. Mm. New year, new thing. Uh, new, if you're listening to the podcast right now, you might be thinking right. to yourself, "New year." Yeah. yeah. If you're thinking, if you're listening to the podcast right now, you might be thinking to yourself, "The hell is he talking about?" <laughs> we are for our Patreon supporters, indeed, trying something new. We're trying a video component. It's not going to be every episode, no, um, for the time being. And this one might not even work. So even if you're a Patreon supporter, you might be thinking to yourself, what the hell are they talking about? Uh, because it didn't actually turn into one. Right. Uh, but yeah. Hello and welcome. Mm-hmm. I, I, you caught me on this. I, I felt like saying, you know, first episode of the year, we're so happy to ha- be back. We're so ha- happy to have you back. But technically, we did already release an episode this calendar year. But it does, I don't know what you're talking about. It does feel like a fresh start. So hello, everyone. Welcome. Yeah. We are pumped to be back. Pumped. pumped. We're also the Movie Men podcast. Oh, yeah. Uh, we are? Oh, yeah, I guess we are. We are. Yeah, somehow. Somewhere. Somehow. Somehow this is our... Wait. 2019, 2020, mm-hmm. 2021, 2022. Mm-hmm. This yes. is our fourth calendar year mm-hmm. as a podcast. And I've said it before... And I'm going to say it now, and I'll probably say it many times in the future, but holy shit, <laughs> we never, ever expected, I certainly never expected this kind of longevity for us as, as a podcast, as friends, as any of that. This, is, this has just been, it's just been something special, you know? Yeah, I, you know, you hit on it. I don't think I ever would have imagined this. I think what shocks me is like, I didn't give much thought to like how long we'd be doing this. But a number that just keeps boggling me is when I see us. I think we're approaching that eleven thousand downloads mark, and I go, "Wow, like that? That's no, sir. Fun. No, sir. We're approaching twelve. Twelve. Oh, even even more. And I look at that and I go, "Who would have thought?" episode one that's where we'd be in in the future and it's 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 a reflection of the listener thank you for joining us so listen i was i was just some dummy making a post on the internet about wanting to start a podcast (laughs) and you were just some dummy responding to a post on the internet without putting a lot of thought into (laughs) what you were actually saying yeah and here we are here we are a lot of expensive equipment later. <laughs> yes. A lot of horrible 007 films later. Oh. Here we are. So listen, we're doing... This is kind of a weird episode. It's a weird episode for two reasons. One is because we're trying to make this video thing work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and two, because we're not reviewing a film. Which not individually. Not individually, which for a podcast based on reviewing films, I really like the episodes where we don't review a film. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what. Yeah, I don't know what that says. I don't know if this is you know we're doing the wrong format or (laughs) what's going on. Uh, But I do like these topical based ones. Listen, Mm. as the not 
yet determined title of this episode probably indicates, <laughs> um, we are individually going to come together. We've already done that part. That's That was like a behind-the-scenes moment. Yep. yep. Um, come together apart, really, because of, you know, oh. dis- distance. Yes. Because of restraining orders and well, things. And public health measures, yes. Yes, th- those those second uh we are going to talk about it listen first of all it's been a few weeks since we got together so we each individually uh have watched more things than a normal episode so we're like ah we really don't want to bog down the first episode of the year or in this case second episode of the year with um with talking about what we watched. It's going to end up being like half an hour at the end of the episode. The other thing that we talked about was, you know, there was a lot of really great movies in 2021. Yeah. There were some shit ones. <coughs> Matrix. Um, <laughs> but there were some really good ones. There's also a lot of movies in 2022. Yeah. That I am super looking forward to. I don't know about you. Yeah. Um, so we're going to get together real quick. I say that now. Every time I've said that, it ends up being a f- two-hour episode. <laughs> the longest um, episode. But we're going to, this is just kind of a, you know, this is kind of a let's kick the year off. Um, let's pretend Matrix didn't happen and let's kick the year off properly with a 2021 look back and a 2022 look forward. How do you want to do this? Do you want to back and forth or do you want to... Yeah, yeah. I'd say... You do all of yours and then I do all of mine? No, or like, what, How do you want to do this? Let's do back and forth. Like, we'll each do 21, each do 22, and then each do what we've watched. That seems, you know, less jumping around. Topically. Okay, so can I, can I counter propose here? Of course. One of us will say one from 21. And if the other person has one, a duplicate, they'll jump in. We'll, we'll both just talk about it together. And then it'll be the other person's turn to say one from 2021. And, and we'll do that back and forth. And then we'll do the same thing for 2022. Does that make sense? Sure. I will counter counter propose you. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why these episodes are the longest episodes. Because we don't, because it's a different format than what we're used to, and yeah. we don't ever, 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 ever plan out in advance. So Let's, it's for the interest of time, I will agree. What I will say is, I literally have <laughs> no, one... no, 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 no. What was the counter counter? No, no, what's I the am counter, doing counter? the counter counter. We will do that for twenty two, where we each share one. But for 21, it's mine is so brief that it's not worth going back and forth. Like, I'm just going to say mine, and then we might as well just do all of yours. Okay. Um, So here's a thought. Counter, counter, counter. (laughs) I like it. Okay. But there's one that I know is on both of our lists, and I feel like it deserves to go last. So why don't I go through mine... And sure. then, yes. and then right before, because you, I think we both know which one I'm referring to. So, yeah, right before I say that one, I'll let you say yours, and then we'll both just talk about that final one. Great. Okay. Perfect. So, let's just let's just start this stupid thing. So, <laughs> in no particular order, mm-hmm. not in order of release. 
is certainly not in order of how much I enjoyed them. Mm. But my f- my favorite films that came out in 2021. Number one, Suicide Squad. Okay, yeah. You still, I, I still don't. You still haven't seen it. Right? I have not seen it, but it was a big, you know, a big deal in a c- yeah. year of big, you know, big films being released. It was one of them. So good, so gruesome, hmm. so funny, uh, and has now given way. I haven't watched any of the episodes of Peacemaker yet with John Cena on HBO Max, but I, it's on my radar. And it's a it's a spinoff from the Suicide Squad movie. Yeah, Suicide Squad was just great. It flopped. It 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 performed horribly. Um, but it's one of those like the industry as a whole would pretty much like just nobody went to go see it. That's why it flopped. But the industry pretty much as a whole would agree it's that nobody went to go see this movie. And that that's a damn shame because the film is excellent. Cool. So, yeah, Suicide no, Squad. That, that's fair. Yeah. Um, next one up on my list, in no particular order, and I'm expecting to hear from you on this one, No Time to Die. Oh, okay. Yes. No, no Time to Die was excellent. It ended up being my favorite 007 film when we when we aggregated it oh, all together. Right, it did. It was. I forgot that. Oh, yeah. It had yeah. so much. It was just so good. It it, it hit the, the gadgets box category. It succeeded <laughs> in that. They gave Bond a kid. They gave him, he, they, they get, put Bond in a position where he told a woman, I love you. And we went, oh, no, he's not just trying to shag her. He actually genuinely loves her. He genuinely, yeah. his heart aches mm-hmm. for her. Um, yeah. And for those who haven't seen it yet, like, I mean, spoilers, but I mean, you've had months and, it, you know. Spoilers. And then they kill him. Yeah. They yeah. kill him. I and you're like, yeah. what, a, what a satisfying conclusion where yeah. you're like, yes, okay, it's done. And then, you know, I, 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 I put up on my Instagram story a couple, like maybe two weeks ago mm. or something, the quote that M says mm. when they're standing around and they're having a drink in 007's honor. And they're like, so it's something like the purpose of man is to, is not to exist, but it's to live. Mm. And I shall not spend my days trying to prolong them or mm. something. It's just Ah, the movie's so damn good. It's so, so good. They kill Felix, too. Oh. Which was tough. I know that was rough for you. They kill Felix. I was okay with it, but, you know, whatever. So, (laughs) was that, did that one make your list? You're okay with it? I assume that made your list. You're okay with, come on. Uh, Believe it or not, my list is so short for 21. Like, I'm, I'm going on, I'm, you'll see where I'm going with it. We'll get there. Okay. Okay. But no, it did strange, not make my but, list. No. All right. Next up, I know this one's not on your list. I don't think any other, So I guarantee you then there's only one, okay. only the final one of mine is sure. also on your list. Yeah. Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Mm. Yeah. It was, it was pleasantly surprising. It's, I've talked about, you know what, there's a different angle I wish they had taken. And I stand by that. But it could have been horrible, and it wasn't. <laughs> it could have been awful, and it wasn't. And Phoebe was so memorable when she was. when she was. when the 
crew shows up at the end, it's like, it's everything you want it to be. Everything I wanted it to be. I wanted that to be the whole film. Sure. Um, yeah. But obviously, that's not what we got. That's okay. Uh but yeah, if we're talking about films I really enjoyed, I went to see it twice in the theater. So obviously, obviously I liked it. Okay. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Fair enough. Shang-Chi. Oh, yeah. You, you loved that. You loved that. It's, it's the second best MCU film of 2021. It was so good. For being a first, like, introduce us to someone who... Not only have we not seen yet in the MCU, but most people have never even heard of him, right? Like your average moviegoer has no idea who he is. Not me. Um, They do a fun job. I think his father, hear me out, even over Thanos, I think, his father could be the best MCU villain we've had. I won't argue with that. Well, I won't, because he was very complex. I say he's the most complicated villain, at least, if nothing else. Sure. Compelling, complicated. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Next up, controversial. This one almost didn't make the list, but you know what? I was like, I. the only thing I questioned about this film was the timing of it. I thought this film should have come out years ago. Uh, but Black Widow. I did really like Black Widow. Yeah, the timing. Time you hit on the timing. The timing is key. It should have happened a while ago. The timing didn't make any sense to me, but lots of other people were like, "Oh, this movie's horrible for this reason and that reason." I didn't get any of that. I was like, "No, this was the action was spot on. Hmm. The characters are fun, especially especially Yelena, Black Widow's Natasha's sister, adopted sister. Hmm. So good. Um, not to not two to more? not to take pot shots. I personally didn't like it as much i of the two i think i got more of a kick out of eternals which makes no sense because i'm more emotionally invested in the character that scarlett johansson plays like the black widow just something about that movie didn't quite click with me but that's fair that it's so on it, your list interesting because eternals is the only 2021 mcu film that i left out i like each, i it liked was, eternals i it did was, it was Every, okay yeah people are crapping on it no. i liked it but it doesn't crack. It doesn't crack the my favorite movies of twenty twenty one list. No. Um, two more. Well, one more, and then I'm you know, and then the the one. Uh, I really liked the film Nobody. Nobody. Yeah, it's the Better Call Saul. Oh, guy. Yeah, yeah. With the same director as it's basically. John Wick, but with Better Call Saul. <laughs> right. Because it it's the same director and everything, and then Christopher sure. Lloyd plays his dad. This was the film that gave me a shotgun-wielding Christopher Lloyd, which is something I didn't know I needed <laughs> yeah. until I got it, and I was like, where have you where have you been? Wow. So, so leaving out, so leaving out the, leaving out the big important one, that is my 2021 list. Okay. That's a respectable list. Thank you. There's, I will, there was I considered I considered messaging you and saying, "Should we also do a list of 2021 films that 
should be ashamed of themselves. Because <laughs> there were ones that there were. Okay, listen, had we done this video or this this podcast? Mm-hmm. See, now I'm all messed up. Had we done this thing a year ago? Yes. There are films that would have been on my anticipated list that did not make my favorite list. Oh, yeah, for for certain. Yes. So, yeah. yeah, for what it's worth. For what it's worth. All right, well, my list is very quick and to the point because it is two films. It's a one and like a one, not quite one B, but like a one C. So I'm trying pretty, to figure out what your other one was. I don't, you won't guess it because I hadn't seen it the last time we spoke. And I do hope this video thing works out because I've got like visuals that I'm going along and I just thought of this on the spot and I've been scribing it out. But uh, I've got No Way Home for the Green Knight. The Green Knight? Yes. So obviously my first and foremost like film of the year for me out of enjoyment, No Way Home, Spider-Man No Way Home. Well, no shit. Yeah, that's the... That is the one on both of our lists. Obviously. I mean, it's like no matter how you break it down, like pound for pound. Per- personally, I thought it was a great film. Experience going in the theaters again and like having visceral experiences. And I didn't even have that great of an experience. Like it was fine. You went to the more like, hey, everyone's like laughing and talking and cheering together. Mine was more like people just, you know, it was 11 in the morning. People were half asleep. But not to mention, I saw it twice. <laughs> and you saw it twice. But even with all that, like every facet of it played on the heartstrings, the emotional strings of yesteryear films. And just like every way you break it down, it holds up. And I am just pining for the day that it is available to watch at home, whether it's some Sony equivalent of streaming services or, you know, Disney Plus, whatever. I cannot wait to watch it again. But the, the, the other one. And it could be some recency bias just because I saw it a couple weeks ago and it's been on my mind. But I did watch the 2021 film, The Green Knight. And I've, I haven't even heard of it. It, I had not heard a lot of it. It was released in mainstream theaters, so it wasn't like a B-grade movie. It wasn't like a artsy-fartsy film that was only playing like in a you know, hipster cafe in downtown Seattle or something. Um, I'll get into it a little bit. Again, in, in the what we watch section, um, but it, like essentially, it's like an Arthurian legend. It, I think it's actually based on like a poem or a story of like actual historic background. But like the film itself was this Arthurian universe, and it stars um, Dev Patel, who um, I just thought was fascinating in it. And it was a movie that I finished it, and I went, "That was interesting," and I couldn't stop thinking about it for days. I watched a couple YouTube videos just to kind of fill that thirst that I was like wanting to connect some dots of what I just saw and why I saw what I just saw. And I was so satisfied with those dots being connected and what I saw and just like how I kept thinking about what different things were about or why certain things happened. And just visually, it was it was very interesting, like just different camera angles and visuals that were used. So, um it was it was a dark host for sure. Like if we had recorded this three weeks ago, it probably would have just been No Way Home and that's it. But uh, The Green Knight for sure was in an honorable mentions, if nothing else, for 2021. Yeah. Beat out No Time to Die. Beat out a 007 film. So that's... Yeah, and that that might be unfair. something. That might be unfair because like I didn't dislike 
No Time to Die. Don't get me wrong. I, I definitely didn't enjoy it as much as you. I, it wasn't, you know, top top bond for me. And it I wasn't disappointed, but I don't think I was as blown away as I would have wanted to be. Sure. If that makes sense. Did I, I now that I'm thinking about it, a couple of weeks ago, maybe you'll remember this, maybe you won't. Sure. A couple of weeks ago, I rewatched it, and I'm not sure I told you that I'm when sure. we did a, what I watched. No, I don't think so. Anyways, I've seen it twice now, and it held up Okay, as my favorite. And that's a big question, too, because when we reviewed it, you know, I had only seen it once, obviously, you had only seen it once, obviously, and we've reviewed films before you and I, and we go, this is the shiny new toy, this is a great score we give it, and the fact that it holds up just is testament to the film, so that's interesting. Yeah, I'm not sure I would rate Cats as high this time. <laughs> Around. Well, you know. speak for yourself. Okay, anticipated films. Yeah. Now, I have... This one, I assume, will probably have some more back and forth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Uh, I've gotten a step above, because I'm an overachiever. Okay. I also have release dates written You dog. Uh, now, obviously, these are speculative release dates to an extent yeah. because of the global climate that we're in. Yep. Um, yep. But we you know what I was thinking can. about? Yep. We do. I was thinking about something, and this is a little bit stressful. A year ago, we have... So, right now, this is what? January, mid-January. Sure. Mid, mid, mid to late January. Mm-hmm. And our Google Calendar, we we schedule the show via a Google Calendar, and it is planned out until what mid April, ish. Yeah, early ish. to mid April. Yeah. And sometimes there's changes, but typically we stick. We you know I would say like that calendar has a ninety five percent finality. <laughs> yeah. Right. A year ago. When looking ahead at new releases, it was like, there just aren't any. So I guess we're not doing new releases because everything's, everything's postponed. Everything's delayed. Yeah. Now some stuff's getting delayed, but a lot of stuff isn't getting delayed. But because we live in Ontario, all of our theaters are closed. (laughs) Yeah. And so I, I don't know. This is the first time during the pandemic that I've looked ahead at our calendar and have been like, oh, we're supposed to do this on such and such a date. And I think it may still come out on that date, Mm -hmm. but I'm not sure that we're going to be able to go see it. Yeah. It's tough. It is. So uh, we'll have to see. I don't don't know what's going to happen. Okay. So February, February. I have just about... Okay, what, February, March, April, May, June, July, November, December. So mm-hmm. I have anticipated films from almost every month Wow! this year moving forward. Nice. Okay, so the first one. And I know this one's not on your list, but February 4th, Jackass Forever. I was thinking about this. There's ex- This one's unique on this list because... There's excitement for films, and that is a that is a very specific type of excited, and that's not what I'm feeling. Jackass, and my excitement for this Jackass movie is 
think about trying to put yourself in the mindset of it's been five years and 10 years. It's been 10 years and a group of friends that you went to university with, <laughs> you have plans to get together and go out for drinks. Sure. The excitement that I'm feeling is like seeing friends again that I haven't seen in forever. Getting right. the band back together. That is the excitement that I'm feeling. And I think that's, it's really special. Um, cool. And so that's fun. Coming cool. out on February 4th, Jackass Forever. Mm. What is the first one on your list? Are yours at least in order of release date? Like, did you go to, you like sc scrolled through and saw a this is what's bit. coming out? A okay. little bit time sensitive. So, okay, so what is your first anticipated film of 2022? Okay, so my first, which is coming out on Christmas Day, is... Whoa, whoa, whoa hang on, back I'm, up. I'm, I'm totally joking. I'm totally <laughs> joking. <laughs> like, okay, I was okay. like, wrong order here, pal. <laughs> I think this is in the correct order, but my first that I'm excited for is the next Thor film, Thor Love and Thunder. Um, what? What? Thor Love and Thunder comes out in July. You're not looking forward to any films between now and July? Oh, whoops. Okay, that is wrong then. I absolutely thought that was coming out earlier. So that is my mistake. Okay, so, okay, that's fine. Let's talk about Thor Love and Thunder because we'll it's also be a bit of, on my list. The rest of them, I think, will be in the right order. That was a test. Okay, okay. But it's also on my list July 8th, Thor Love and Thunder. July 8th. July 8th. But what, yeah. like, what is there even to say, I love Thor Ragnarok, I love Taika Waititi's work that he did in the previous film, what is there not to love about seeing the return of Thor? Um, Natalie yeah. Portman is back as Jane Foster. Right. Yep. The new female Thor. Um, oh, and uh, the villain is playing, uh, played by who? Dumbass Christian Bale. Hey, hey. No, okay, I'm sorry. Excellent actor, horrible Batman. Oh! <laughs> on. Something I was something I was thinking about, and this is so this one's not on my list because it's a 2023 film. Okay. Um but it's The Flash, right? And so the big mm. thing about The Flash is Ben Affleck is in it as Batman. Oh. Michael Keaton is in it as Batman because it's it's like a Flash storyline where if he travel if he huh. if he runs fast enough he can screw with the timeline and he can do all kind it's like a multiverse thing they're trying and to it get seems their, like their own no way home going I'm saying so they're it seems like they're actually it sounds like they're going to because so here's the thing so then in 2023 after this there's also a Batgirl movie coming out. Hmm. And it's just been announced that Michael Keaton is also going to play Batman in that movie. Oh, so wow. there's a lot of question of like, is this Flash movie going to retcon the entire DCEU? Wow. And 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 they're just like cleaning slate and and moving forward. Um, and so, but so here's the thing: you have this is something people have been talking about. So you have, um. You have a Batman movie, or you have a Flash movie, actually, sure. yep. with Christian Bale, not Christian Bale, with Ben Affleck, <laughs> ben Affleck. Yep. and Michael Keaton playing Batman. Mm -hmm. 
obviously Adam West passed away, so he's not going to play. Adam West is not going to show up. <laughs> Sadly, Val not. Kilmer is. He's got like throat cancer right. and yeah. like he, there was a whole special there. Obviously, Val Kilmer is not showing up as Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, George Clooney has done nothing but piss on the name of Batman <laughs> since. And rightfully so, well, since his Batman film. So obviously George Clooney's not showing up. Sure. At this point, though, at this point, if you are the filmmakers, mm. you back up truckloads of cash to Christian Bale's house, <laughs> and, and you say two minutes. Be in it for two minutes. Listen, because here's the thing because look look the duality I want you continues to, I, know, though. I want you to explain this but realize you had me at Christian Bale dump trucks like I'm I'm there for it so here's the thing though here's the thing the 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 parallel duality continues because not only would that be then you've got three Batmans on screen together yep but one of my favorite moments from No Way Home if you haven't seen No Way Home yet don't care um, <laughs> the moment when Toby shoots his web shooter and the other two are like, 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 that just came out of you? Like, mm. what, you know, what the hell is that? Uh, <laughs> I hear, I know where you're going. And it's a great moment. Yeah. Oh, it's a great yeah. moment. Yeah. But imagine the moment when both Michael Keaton... <laughs> And Ben Affleck say, dude, what's wrong with your voice? <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> Do you like smoke a lot? Like what's wrong with your throat? Are right. you okay? Yeah. Did you just get throat punched or something? Like what's yeah. what's the deal? No, I didn't just get throat punched. <gasps> no. No, I didn't. <sighs> Anyways. Yeah. Anyways, this is way off topic. But <laughs> Thor Love and Thunder. Mm-hmm. Uh, the actress that plays Valkyrie just did an interview talking about her new powers that she has. Interesting. In Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah. And hmm. she can like, she's basically like the ferryman now. Like hmm. she can sense when someone's close to death and then she's the one that transports them to Valhalla. Oh, okay. And then she can resurrect people. But sometimes when she resurrects people, she accidentally inhabits their body or something. Dang. So I don't know. Yeah. There you go. There you go. There you go. Yeah. What's next on your list? That's it. That's all you want to say? I mean, this was your selection, and then I oh, had. I, that's I literally all it. I have to say. Taika Waititi, Thor, like, boom. Yeah. I just yeah. had. To anyone watching this video, mm-hmm. uh, I just I just hit my microphone stand. I just had a light in front of me die. So if I seem. Mm darker all of a sudden it's valkyrie coming for your butt don't know what happened okay Mm. february 18th and this one made the list but almost not okay uh the new tom holland uncharted yeah okay the trailer just has me you know what it's i I've I don't own a PlayStation. I've never owned a PlayStation, no. so I have not yeah. played the Uncharted Same. games. Never touched. I it. don't know. I don't have like an excitement based on the world. No. 
No. Um, but having said that, the trailer looks great. The trailer looks like a lot of fun. Mark Wahlberg looks like fun. The action looks enjoyable. It looks like just a good treasure hunting flick. Yep. And so I'm excited for it. I'm I'm not a Mark Wahlberg fanboy, and I'm not expecting this to be an amazing film, but I think it should be a decent film. And maybe I'm just so tired of being trapped inside in wintertime, but I am so ready for a fun adventure movie. And I like Tom Holland, so I'm with you. Didn't make my list, but I am eager to watch this. In some ways, does this just feel like the closest we're going to get to National Treasure 3? Don't say that. But I, hope, I mean, I don't I, not. I don't want that to be true. I know. But I don't know. Is it true? It might be true. Please no. Please no. We've yeah, got to know, know what's on page 47. What's it What's your next one? Okay. My next one is Yes, this is the correct order. Uh, the Top Gun sequel. Again. Oh my goodness, man. Again. Wait, wait, what what date is that coming out? Is it not May? June? You're, you're breaking my heart here. What is it? You're breaking my... I, I don't know, but you're okay. breaking my heart. It's it's May or June. It's somewhere in that early range. It is... All right. Yeah. You know what? I'm, I, like, I am a Top Gun fan, and I'll be the first to admit Top Gun, the new one, it's not going to be, you know, Shakespeare. It's not going to be amazing as far as, like, a piece of art. But I don't care. I want to go to the film theater i want to eat some popcorn i want to see jets flying around i want to hear 80s techno music that's been rehashed from the 80s film and tom cruise giving thumbs up and talking about wingmen that's all i want and i'm pumped for it top gun so it didn't make my list sure um and top gun and my lack of inherent enthusiasm towards the top gun sequel it's one of those situations that makes me wonder, like, am I just not as masculine as I'm no. su- like, as, as, cause I'm like, I, you know, I don't like sports and I don't give two shits about jets flying around, but it just seems like such a like nineties, <laughs> early two thousands boy thing to say. Like, oh yeah, trucks, jets, uh, airplanes, uh, <laughs> explosions. And I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. That's fair. I just don't care. Uh, but yeah, no, I, yeah. I knew you were going to put it on your list. I didn't put it on mine. Um, That's fair. But there you have it. There you yeah. go. All right. Uh, so I'm still back in March here. Holy Hannah Montana. With my next one. Wow. March 4th, Robert Pattinson as the mm. Batman. Yeah. Every time we get a new trailer, a new poster, any sort of information about this thing... It just looks better and better. I'm so jacked. I'm so excited. I I don't know what to tell you. Andy Serkis is playing Alfred. Jeffrey yeah. Wright is Commissioner Gordon. Hmm. Like Colin Felix Farrell Leiter, is unrecognized. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sign me up. Colin Farrell is unrecognizable as the Penguin. Oh. Paul hmm. Dano plays the Riddler. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Zazie Beats plays uh, Catwoman. Like, hmm. it just looks amazing. So, uh, this is something that excites me 
probably going to uh, not frustrate you. I think you'll just scratch your chin and go, hmm. Uh, it was just announced that the film has a runtime of two hours and 55 minutes. This is basically a three-hour movie. Ooh, wow. Which tells me that I think they're going to spend this movie doing a lot of world building. Sure. I think the plan is to, you know, this isn't a standalone Batman film at all. This is this is the beginning of something, and they're really going to spend a good chunk of time inundating us with this new world. Mm. Yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to it just from a film perspective and also just from a film world perspective, like of just the ripples it'll make of having a new Batman and who it is and all that stuff. I have to say, intellectually, I'm excited for it. And for some reason, I'm watching the trailers and I'm, I'm not saying they're bad. For some reason, I'm just not emotionally feeling as hyped as I feel as I should be. I'm wondering if that's a concern or if that's a red flag for how I'll feel about the film or if it literally means nothing. And when I watched the, the trailer for The Matrix and I blew, like I was just blown away and then the film just fizzled, maybe there's just no correlation at all. You should probably have like a neural MRI, I think. <laughs> I don't know what I was saying. I was like blown away. Is what it means. <laughs> yeah. Also, I want to apologize for saying inundated. Okay. For two reasons. Okay. One, so we've talked about before, you and I have talked about mm. your, I was about to say lexicon, but that's <laughs> your, <laughs> your diction, the dictionary of words that you use on the show versus right. the dictionary of words that I sure. use on the show. Yep. So when I sit and type an essay, I have a really well balanced, mm. you know, there's like, there's like, trying too hard essays yes and then there's dumb sounding essays and Mm. i do a really good job of finding that balance the balance yeah and i think you do a good job of finding the balance on this show (laughs) but people have commented in the past about your use of words like penultimate i was about to use it in a couple minutes and so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, and the person, so two fun things. The person who originally, the first person, friend of mine who who commented mm. and said, man, Pete's, like, is Pete actually pretentious or is it just his, <laughs> it's just the way he talks. Right. And I was like, he's not pretentious. He's a really great guy, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> So anyways, their 2020 New Year's resolution was that 2022 mm. was the year of non-pretentiousness, that mm. the pretentious words would be left in 2021. I don't know. Good luck with that. Mm. What's fun, though, is my girlfriend, uh, she's got this job where she's working night shifts now mm. in a hospital. Right. Yep. And so, naturally, she's listening to our podcast instead of a working. Oh, yeah. Um, and so, she's catching up on a lot of older episodes of ours. Nice. 
Nice. And I just got this random, like she just, I think she just listened to all the 007 ones. Oh, Lord. And I just got this message the other day. She was at work and I got this, this text from her. And it was something to the effect of, Pete really needs to lay off the thesaurus. <laughs> and it was so funny to me. I just died because it doesn't, it's never bothered me. It doesn't bother me at all. Right. But there's been more than one account of listener feedback where right. they're like, yep. who is he, who, who is he talking to? Who is he trying to impress? Does he talk like this to his wife when he's just like, is this, oh, honey, this was the penultimate dinner. Like what? <laughs> like this is just, yeah. Anyways, I, I want I to apologize for saying inundated. Word. It's funny you mentioned that. Literally that exact word I used yesterday. And someone, like, raised their eyebrows, and they were like, mmm. And I was like, yeah, that's right. I think you have a love affair with the word. Because of all oh, yeah. quote-unquote pretentious words that you say, penultimate is your go-to. <laughs> is what? By far. It, penultimate is your go-to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's that's <laughs> the one you use the most. Yeah. Anyways. <sighs> so... What were we on? The, the Batman. Yeah. The Batman. The Batman. Yeah. So anyways, that's the Batman is my number three in this list. No particular order. No particular order. Excited Films 2022. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wasn't... I, I should use it now because it's fitting for so many reasons, but my penultimate most anticipated piece of visual art of 22, because it's not a film, is The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power television program that is to be released see i didn't include it because it's not a film but oh my god i'm right up there with you <laughs> yes oh yeah it's gonna be so damn good i hope so i hope and that so. teaser they released did you watch the teaser haven't watched the teaser yet you should watch it. So it's not even actually a teaser. It's just an announcement trailer. Mm, okay. Like it's just some, yeah. it's just some visuals. It's not even like, you don't see any people. You don't see any sets. You don't see, it's basically just like some fun visuals with some narration. That's it. It's I think my it doesn't only, spoil anything. My only fear is I don't dislike the fantastic beasts series, but I, I just hope it's not a bit of that fatigue where, People, or even a better comparison, The Hobbit, where we were so excited for it and then it just disappointed people for various reasons. And obviously those mistakes might not repeat. But, you know, just when you have something that's as iconic, that is gold standard because it's now been 20 years of the Lord of the Rings trilogy, I just hope that we, and I speak for myself in this, we can enjoy for... And I hope whatever we see this fall is well done and we can enjoy it for whatever it is as far as how it compares to our emotional feelings of the trilogy and it's not just a disappointment or that it's not poorly made. Like I, I guess my point is there's a lot riding on it that I hope they've done their homework and I hope we get, we do our work by keeping an open mind. It's worth noting that the Lord of the Rings... So, the, season one has eight episodes. Yes. So, short. Yeah. Yeah. Although, that seems to be the new norm for TV shows now. Six episodes, eight episodes, 12 episodes. Um, yeah. Like, the 24-episode season era. It's done. It appears to be behind us. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. It's not even close 
by a long shot, a long shot, like to the power of eight, this is the most expensive TV show ever made. <laughs> wow. The amount of money they've spent on this thing is is astronomical. <laughs> wow. Astronomical. It wow. could be horrible. Sure. Look but at Avatar. At least, like, they're taking it seriously, though. That is good. That is yeah. good. That's good. Okay. April 1st. No joke. No joke. Morbius. I know you're mm. still on the... I, I don't know what I need to do to convince you that this is important. Mm-hmm. That Venom, that you got to go see Venom. You got to watch the first two Venom movies. And that... Because No Way Home... No Way Home had a had a Venom mid credit scene. It did. That that kind of bounced off of you because you don't have the backstory. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, and then Morbius is coming. Morbius is coming, and and it sounds like there's a very good chance that Venom's going to be in it. And. And so here's the thing. Here's the new theory. Here is the new theory, and I don't have time to unpack it right now. <laughs> I don't have time to unpack it right now. Okay. But there's this whole petition. There's all this stuff and and fan demand and things trending and, and rumors and mystery and fan theories. And I've listened to a bunch of them, and some of them are really well thought out and mm. make you go, actually, you might be onto something here. Hmm. Tom Holland at least for now, seems as though he's not leaving the MCU. Good. Which is why it makes a lot of sense that maybe Andrew Garfield is the Spider-Man of the Venomverse. Oh, interesting. So we might see a return of Andrew Garfield. Yeah. Maybe, who knows? Yeah. But you you gotta watch these, man. So Morbius, Jared Leto is Morbius. It's up there for me. April 1st. Okay. Well, my last one. And again, I hope this, this video works out because I've got another wow. little... Wow. <laughs> I can't believe... There's so many on this list, on my list still, that I would have thought to myself, oh, this is definitely on Pete's list. It still might. It still might. And I might just have overlooked it emotionally. Um, but I hope this video turns out because I've got another little board here. But, as you'll see on my board... If 2021 was the anticipation of 007, 2022 is the anticipation of MI7. Really? Yeah. But you haven't seen any of them, right? And that's there's a two-parter here. I'm excited not only for the seventh one, which, I mean, literally, let's be honest, it's probably, like, it's at the point of, like, you know, Fast and Furious, where there's, like, seven-plus films. I'm excited. Are you letting the cat out of the bag about something here? I'm... Could I? Do it. I think I, maybe we have. I, I we think maybe, maybe we already have, but we, do it. I'm excited to jump into the Mission Impossible series. I've seen maybe one of the films, and I'm excited for it. I'm feeling weirdly excited to watch a bunch of Tom Cruise films with you. I'm excited to get into this whole story of finding out if it's contrived or if there's a good flow to them all. And I'm excited to do the whole 007 thing again, where we watch a sequential series leading up to a release and with I, a ranking system, a ranking system. Like I'm, I'm excited for everything that's involved. So MI7 
we'll see. Once we get to the sixth one and I go, wow, this is great or this is bad, my answer might change. But just to the to jump into the swimming pool again and do this again, what MI7 represents, I am excited for it and to be working towards something. And, you know, maybe getting finally getting on the train. Like, I mean, it's been 20 plus years. We maybe should have seen this series by now. I'm excited to do this series. I looked at, obviously, when I was looking at the list of 2022 films, I looked at MI7, and I didn't put it on the list. Sure. Um, but, you know. Okay, let's lightning round through the rest of these then. Yes, sir. Some of these I'm baffled are not on your list. Uh, May 7th, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. That's close. Not only is this yep. another Doctor Strange movie, it is essentially going to be the spiritual sequel to... Spider-Man No Way Home. That's true. That's true. It's him f- dealing with everything. And yeah. there's been rumors that John Krasinski himself huh. was spotted on the set shooting scenes as Reed Richards, or more affectionately referred to as Mr. Fantastic of the Fantastic Four. So we will see whether or not that turns out to be true on May 6th. June 10th, Jurassic World Dominion. I mean... Yeah. I I haven't been as crazy about the Jurassic World films um, sure. as everybody else for a couple reasons. I've still really enjoyed them. Obviously, I've gone to see them in the theater, but Sam Neill and Laura Dern are back. So how can you like talk about the band back together? Um, you know, the OGs versus the new Gs. Um, <laughs> looking forward to it. One I'm dumbfounded is not on your list. June 17th, the Pixar film Lightyear. Yeah, okay. That's on my radar. I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah. Um, Thor Love and Thunder, we've already talked about. Yeah. July 29th, I'm not surprised this is on your list, Bla- or not on your list. Black Adam, uh, I don't think you've watched Sh- Shazam yet, but Black Adam is uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson's debut in the DCEU. Um, Black Adam is to Shazam as Joker is to Batman. Mm. or Green Goblin is to Spider-Man. He's just kind of like, that's his, that is his arch nemesis. Uh, November 2nd, the Disney live action Pinocchio with Tom Hanks as Geppetto. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Tom Hanks. <laughs> Tom friggin' Hanks. That's an Italian man. <laughs> Finally, my last one, December 16th. Listen, hear me out, please. Avatar 2. And I don't know if I'm anticipating the film as much as I'm anticipating seeing if it actually comes out on that date or not. Um, I think at this point, obviously, I'm going to go see it in the theater. Not because I'm like, oh, Avatar is so good. But how can I not at this point? Because, listen... And the average moviegoer maybe doesn't know the history of this film and that it's actually been in production since the friggin' first one, right? Most people would be like, oh, there's an Avatar 2 film coming out. Oh, it's been 10 years. And lots of people go like, oh, well, uh, you know, how long did it take them to make another Ghostbusters? How long did it take them mm. to make another Jurassic Park? It's not like that. It's been in production for, he's actually been working on and then it was one, and then it was supposed to come out five years ago, and then wow. he wasn't working on one. He was working on four more simultaneously, <laughs> and he was like, yeah, who knows? All I know 
is that if this film comes out on December 16th and it's not the best damn movie that's ever been released, <laughs> if it doesn't melt <laughs> minds, it, it'll go down in history as the biggest what the actual shit were you thinking <laughs> taking 10 damn years to do this. Anyways, Avatar 2, whether it's going yeah. to be amazing or it's just going to be us looking forward to shitting on it, I don't know. Uh, oh, but boy. it definitely makes it. I, I, how could yeah. it not? Yeah. How could oh, it not? Yeah. <laughs> so that is, my, that is my list. Sir, what did you watch in the last couple of weeks? All right. I've got a whole whack of things to get to. Um, in our 50-minute real quick episode. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> exactly. There it is. <laughs> Okay. Um, the first thing I watched, I think this might be on your list. I watched the Harry Potter anniversary, which came out this year. Um, I, I watched it. I think I think I talked about it already. Oh, maybe Didn't you I? talked about it already. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I saw I gave, it. I gave it a six out of ten. It wasn't bad. It was just kind of mad. I wasn't it, what I thought it was going to be. It wasn't as powerful as I thought it was going to be. I'll say that. Um, again, nothing about it was bad, and I, I just thought it would hit a little bit more than it did, and. I think it's so close to the Friends reunion that hit so emotionally hard that this Ugh. this was, not, again, not bad, but it was just, you know, I walked away dry-eyed and I was like, great, now what should we do? Let's move on. With Friends, it was like, wow, I wish I had two weeks to just be alone so I could watch all 11 seasons right this minute. Ten seasons. But uh, remember, I remember, it's okay, just don't ever screw up Friends again. Um <laughs> Do you remember when friend when the friends reunion when we talked about it? Mm. And I literally said, and you agreed, and I've yeah. heard a lot of people agree. Okay. This could have been 8 hours. Yeah. This could have been Yeah. This could have been the Beatles get back thing, like a six and a half, <laughs> seven hour documentary. Right. This yeah. could have been Lord of the Rings the extended edition trilogy, yeah, 12 hours. <laughs> and I would have I would have eaten up Every yeah. moment of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But not so much with Harry Potter. No. Yeah. No, no. Okay. The next thing on my list, I did some homework. You'll be happy. I watched the 2020 film Greenland. <gasps> yes. Oh, my gosh. I am so... I, so, I literally just thought to myself, well, whatever it is, I'm sure it's not Greenland because I'm sure he's <laughs> forgotten about that. I literally, I was about to say, you know what film I don't think you're ever going to watch because you've probably already forgotten about it? <laughs> Greenland. Okay. How unexpectedly good is this movie for okay. a for an apocalyptic movie? What I want to say now is not only did you personally, like when you watched it, you said, A, it was good. B, you have to watch it. And I, I haven't forgotten about it. And... I was like, okay, eventually I got to see this. Not only did you hype it up, there's this film critic, don't have his name off the top of my head, but like an, a professional film pundit who like, his job is to review films and in the hierarchy of like, or not hierarchy, but like in the spectrum of like fun, easygoing, or like hoity-toity, artsy-fartsy, he's in the artsy-fartsy category. At least that's how I define him. And... Someone relayed this to me. He's like, yeah, this guy reviewed a top 10 films of that year. And apparently this made his top 10 films. So my point is high praise, not only just from you, but like people that I, professionals that I would not have expected to be that, that, uh, this up the rally. 
When so, I was looking for my favorite films of 2021, I had to Google to remember <laughs> if it was 2022 or 2021, because if it was 2021, it was totally making my list. Right, right. Well, you may be surprised by this, but I did not enjoy it. I gave it a 3 out of 10. <laughs> Uh. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I, I liked Rich Gerard Butler. No problems with him. I honestly was just rubbed the wrong way by a lot of cliches in this. There was, you know, just... I mean, it's a doomscore movie. What I are you know, talking about? I know. I guess I was just hoping that this wouldn't jump, like, drop into that. Like, the, you know plot narratives made by I forgot this one critical thing in the car that you know absolutely we need and we should be split Name up one other we'll... film that does that <laughs> there's so many films that do that where the kid forgets his insulin in the car not not that percent not that exactly but that narrative device of I forgot this therefore we'll be separated and then it just spirals into other things I, I, I don't know there were just a lot of cliches S- and I so you're I'm also not excited for the sequel. There's a sequel. There's a sequel coming. About what? Where they they the go to Iceland this time? Like where are they going? <laughs> they, the, the dust is settled, and they emerge to traverse the desolate landscape <laughs> of Europe and rebuild humanity. Dead serious. I'm, I'm not. I can't rip on it because you liked it. And like this other guy liked it, and the person you can who told rip on me, it. the person who told me about this critic, they didn't hate Dude. it. They they gave it like a mid grade. They were like, yeah, it's a five or a six, not bad, not Dude, amazing. Dude, Lost in Translation is flaming dog shit. You can rip on this film if you want to. I I don't think it was bad. I just thought it hit too many cliches. Like like, hey, we forgot the insulin in the car. We, you know, hey, son-in-law, you've been sleeping with other women, but let me tell you a life lesson before i get asteroided here you know just like all these like cliche things that just i don't know just something about it didn't so was it was it overhyped no for you no did that hurt it no i don't think so because i i was i think i was ready to watch it when i watched it and yeah i don't know just something about it i don't know all right i mean all maybe right. maybe it was just the world circumstance i mean i yeah we're in a pandemic. Maybe maybe that week was hitting me hard. I don't know, but who knows? A three out of ten is my point. All right. Okay, this next one. This is... <laughs> Again, I hope the video turns out because I got another visual here. But forget Taken. Forget John Wick. I'm talking about Pig. I watched the 2021 film starring Nicolas Cage who plays a man who lives in the bush and has his truffle pig kidnapped and he goes on an adventure to save it. I've I mean, never even heard of this, but it oh, sounds Oh, you wonderful. gotta check out a trailer. Like, if you wanna get on the Nicolas Cage train hype of uh, hypeness, <laughs> it's, it'll give you a chuckle anyway. I gave it a 6 out of 10, and here's why. It's corny. I watched the trailer and I thought, what is... Oh, it's Nicolas Cage. What, what, what are we doing here? Nicolas Cage and he has this truffle pig. And I'm like, what, what, what is happening? 
it was way more nuanced than I expected. Um, unlike Taken or John Wick, the story itself wasn't about, hey, I'm going to lay out some guys and kick some A. It was, I was surprised that it ended up being more about observing characters, one of them being Nick Cage, some of them being different ones, obviously, dealing with the emotional or the emotion, human experience of emotional loss or losing someone and how we deal with grieving. And I thought it was really interesting, really nuanced, very human. And for that, I was quite surprised with actually how much it held up. I thought I'd watch it and have a laugh. And it was actually, for what it was, decent. So I gave it a 6 out of 10. And there was one scene that was, for some reason, it just hit with me. It was like a montage or like a culinary scene of Nick Cage like making a gourmet meal. And I was like, whatever, I'm, I'm here for this. This is just fun. At this point, it's just fun. So Fair enough. Uh, I watched The Green Knight, like I talked before, 2021 film. I gave it an 8 out of 10. Loved it. Um, like I said, it's about this Arthurian legend. Huge themes of like honor and you know how that relates to the, the Knights of the Round Table and King Arthur and all that kind of stuff. Loved Dev Patel in it. Thought he was amazing. Loved how, loved how layered this was and the journey that we saw him go on and different things that... Uh, I was able to connect dots with thematically that I wouldn't have got on my own. I needed people to point out to me. And um, just how much it left me thinking about the film, that gave it bonus points to me because I said, hey, if if it's entertaining me days after I've seen it, that that has to be worth something. Um, That's fair. And the last thing I watched, I watched Tarantino's first film, Reservoir Dogs from 1992. Okay. I gave it a 6 out of 10. Um... It's about these... That's okay. So does, so does Tarantino. <laughs> it's, it's essentially about these like crooks that do a robbery and then they meet in a factory after and they're just kind of a lot of speculation. It's a very dialogue-heavy movie. Um, I, I really loved some moments of it. The highs were incredibly high and the lows were incredibly low, both just with lulls. And then also things that just... I don't like seeing certain Tarantinoism, so uncomfortable moments in film. These were super uncomfortable. And like some dialogue that just made me uncomfortable words and slangs that were used. So it was a six out of 10, but some moments of this film were incredibly high. I will watch again, like YouTube clips of certain scenes that I thought were just amazingly done considering this was his first film. But overall, the the lows dragged it down a bit. So I gave it a 6 out of 10. And I, in my notes, I have to say this. I have to say it for you. With a little winky face, although it's, it's not my favorite Tarantino film, it probably cracks his top 10 for me. <laughs> uh, gross. That was a bad <laughs> what did, joke. What did you watch this week? It's a bad joke. I have uh, three to talk about. Okay. Uh, the first is a film... Um, about a mountain. Um, okay. It's about a mountain and there's gold in the mountain. Um, and a group of people are, they know of the gold. And so the whole plan is, well, we're going to go and, and get it. We're going to, you know, conquer this mountain. Um, it's called The Hobbit, An Unexpected Journey. Mm. Yes. It's, you know, extended edition, I of should course. say. Of course. Um, well, yeah, because the non-extended edition doesn't have the skinny-dipping dwarves in it. 
you know, I did enjoy it this time. Sure. It's definitely not The Lord of the Rings. It's so different yes. from The Lord of the Rings. So is the book, but this is not, you know... Legolas doesn't show up in this one, so this isn't mm. Legolas isn't one of the sins that this one commits. Yep. Um, the two sins that this one commits, and one's one's not even a sin. Okay. One. There's three things. There's three things, major issues that I had originally with the Lord of the Rings trilogy or the Hobbit trilogy. Um, one I'm going to say, eh. The other I'm going to say, half, eh. And the third one I'm going to say, what the F. <laughs> uh, so the first one that is, what the F. Okay. Uh, is Azog the Defiler. Oh. Azog is not a made-up character. He, well, I mean, it, they're all made-up characters. <laughs> He's but based on he, a real person. <laughs> He is mentioned in the book The Hobbit sure, as okay. the one that kills, like, just briefly. He is mentioned as the the great pale orc who murdered mm. Thorin's grandfather. Sure. Yep. That's it. Boom. Yep. So this whole, they're chasing them the whole time, and it's a constant threat, and... The wolves that chase them up the trees aren't just wolves. They're the wargs of the Pale Orc. It just, it made it feel like, to me, it makes it feel like someone looked at the book, The Lord of the, or the Hobbit, and they were like, you know what? This isn't exciting enough to make a movie out of, so we're going to try to add some excitement factor. Mm. And what bothers me about that is if you were a fan of The Hobbit, the book, it, that wouldn't have mattered. You you don't need... Right. You know that it's not as crazy a story as The Lord of the Rings. Yeah. There's still so much going on, and there's such an exciting way to do it all. Mm. You didn't need to add this constant threat, yeah. you know, no. whatever. No. Uh, the thing that I'm like, eh, half eh, half eh, is the necromancer. Um, mm. So the book does mention that Gandalf leaves to go fight the necromancer. Yep. Um, and that's what's detaining him. And then later in the book, The Lord of the Rings, it is revealed that the that the necromancer from The Hobbit was, in fact, Sauron. Mm, right. It just, they lean into it a little heavy because it's like, I don't know. It just seems, there's a lot of moments when this film's grasping at riding the coattails of the success of Lord of the Rings. So, like, you know, when Bilbo finds the ring in The Hobbit, the movie mm. there's like da, 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 like the music yeah. plays and yeah. like there's this moment you're like oh, it's the ring um <laughs> that moment shouldn't be there they should have just mm. breezed past that moment yeah um because because it's it doesn't mean anything in the hobbit it really doesn't mean anything in the hobbit uh, and then finally, the thing that's like a half eh, is the whole Legolas thing showing up. So you know what? Legolas is the the child of Thranduril. I'm really mad at myself right now. Thranduril. Thranduril sounds familiar. Yep. And um, 
And because of his age and like, you know, it's reasonable to think that he was in the Woodland Kingdom mm. at the time of The Hobbit yep. and maybe even had interactions with the dwarves, maybe even was present at the Battle of the Five Armies. Um, so that's like a half, eh, but sure. just the whole love interest. Um, yeah. And then the love interest between Feely and this like oh. the love triangle, the dwarf yeah. elf love triangle. Anyway, so I watched I yeah. watched Unexpected Journey. I yes. then also watched The Desolation of Smaug. Yep. Um haven't gotten to watching Battle of the Five Armies yet, but that is going to happen. Of course. Uh hopefully this weekend. Um so that's that. I watched Disney's Encanto. Oh, okay. Okay. And six 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 point five. Okay, I would give it. Yeah, it's good. I think it commits some sins. It does some things that I have real issues with. Um, but it is good. Uh, and then I started watching Golden Girls. Yeah, you did. You know. Yeah, I flicked on. It the just pilot. feels right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it just feels right. I'm yeah. like two or three episodes in. It's mm-hmm. so good. Betty White's character is amazing. She's basically she basically plays Joey from Friends. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Just this like ditzy out of the <laughs> out out of it, aloof kind of. But well meaning. But well meaning. But well, she's so good. And then Estelle Getty's character, mm. B. Arthur's mom, the one that's <laughs> like had a stroke that has wiped out the filter part of her brain, and so she can just say whatever she wants. Mm. So good. So I have good. to say, uh, it could just be the the coldness of winter getting at me, but I am at the point where I am so ready to just move to Miami and live with a bunch of widow widows and just live it up. I've always been there. <laughs> Wrap this up, sir. All right. Well, I will look into the camera just in case the video does work. I want to thank you for watching or listening, whoever you partook in joining us today. Um... Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us. Please like, follow, subscribe on all our social media outlets, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, Like, follow, subscribe, and rate and review us positively where you're listening, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Podbean, wherever. We love hearing from you. We love positive feedback. Um, Check out our Patreon page below. Uh, That's a way for you to help support the show, help pay the bills. It's ways for us to give perks back to you, such as watching uh, potential live streams or video streams of episodes. And there's other perks on there, too, that you can see at different tiers. Um, I'm also wearing a Movie Man hat, so uh, you won't be able to get this exact hat. But, uh, well, I mean, you can if you write me a big enough check. But you can get Movie Men gear as well that we have a link for below. You can buy some merch. And... um, Shout out to our top tier Patreon supporters, Daphne, Brenna, Marshall, and Andrew. Thank you for all that you do. And thank you to all our Patreon supporters. And um, until our next uh, episode, we'll talk to you then. I mean, you can get just about anything if you write us a big enough check. Maybe. Depends. Like if someone if someone supported us, listen. If someone supported us at five hundred thousand dollars a month, <laughs> I would. And their only request was that we both send them our nudes. I would heavily <laughs> try to convince you to get on board with this. Five hundred thousand dollars a month, six That's million a, a year. Money. It's a lot of money. It's a lot, it's a lot of money. money not to send some nudes. I this is, I'm already uncomfortable. <laughs>
<laughs> anyway, sir, in the spirit of what I watched this week, thank you for being my friend. Oh, nice.